0: Hi and welcome to another episode of Queer, Black and Awkward. My name's Orion and you are now listening to (laughs) (laughs) Tuning Into Space. I don't know what was that intro, but thank you for listening and um, you can always catch the podcast on everywhere you listen to podcasts now, so Google YouTube, Apple, wherever. Have fun. So on today's episode, I have with me...
1: Uh, Soft Honey or Chuck?
0: Introduce yourself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like...
1: It's like just my name. Um, so Soft Honey would be my performance name or my stage name. Mm-hmm. I do spoken word poetry. And then in my regular life, my resume, my 9 to 5, um, I go by Chuck and uh identify as a like Toronto uh born uh queer creative. I use they them pronouns. Uh, and yeah, that's a little bit about me. Okay. <laughs> Is that enough did you want Yeah, to no, no 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 no. <laughs> you don't have
0: to like give your whole Here's social security <laughs> number. Your credit score. Nah. <laughs> it's not that kind of show. <laughs> So before I go into it, I do I have this segment where I ask my guests what's their mood and color. Mm. So I'll go first. Uh, my mood is chill, <laughs> which is like <laughs> con- my constant mood, but okay. I'll go with that. And my color is gray because it's rain, raining, and I saw snow.
1: Mm-mm. We so, rebuke yeah. that and we're saying that we didn't see snow because <laughs> too early.
0: <laughs> so what's your mood in color? Mm,
1: I would say I'm feeling pretty silly. I had a good breakfast and whenever I eat like a good breakfast, then I'm just like full of energy. What did silly. you eat? I had, well, I guess it was lunch for breakfast. I had Brunch. lunch. Yeah, thank you. I had lentil soup. this like Egyptian lentil soup. Mm-hmm. But there's this amazing cheese biscuit. And I wish there was, like, ten cheese biscuits. There oh, that one. sounds so
0: good. Yeah. Anything that has to do with biscuits.
1: Mm-hmm. It was, yeah. like, so... It was, like, stuffed cheese biscuit. Ooh. Oh. And then coffee. It was amazing. Oh, man. Amazing. You're making <laughs> me hungry. <laughs> I'll be orange or yellow. Because my favorite color, anyway, is mustard yellow. And it reminds me of cheese that I ate today.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Color. <laughs> In And my mood.
0: Nice. Okay. So society has this expectation that people who identify as non-binary need to look androgynous do you agree
1: Ah, uh, no i'd say <laughs> <how I'm dressed. laughs> i think it depends like i think that i think society does feel that way although i do see a lot of people um like maybe pushing those boundaries a lot lately but yeah mm-hmm. i think you know it's easy to put things into boxes that's how like we work right like um, I think that's why it's, it is so hard to come out as queer or non-binary or trans or all those type of things because they want to put you in a box. So I think it's easier to be like, oh, okay, if you're non-binary, then you should look androgynous. And then now we can like understand you a bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely see that um, maybe around folks who don't know much about a queerness or transness or non-binary and all that kind of stuff, um, gender non-conforming stuff. Then, yeah, they're like, you don't look like this. So like, that's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but, all, like, I don't look like that, you know? So I think it depends, and, like, my hair, if my hair is in braids, and I might not look androgynous because my hair is longer, you know? Yeah. I think it's, like, Lord of the Rings vibes, where <laughs> all the men, there, everyone there has long hair and is beautiful, hello, like, I'm an elf, but <laughs> I think that definitely people, yeah, they're more used to things that they can identify, which is mm-hmm. androgyny.
0: Very true. So how did you come to terms with the fact that there is not one specific way like you know, yeah. non-binary or gender fluid.
1: I think um, it probably took me a really long time to get to the point where I identified as non-binary, and before then, I think um, like the way I expressed myself was always very fluid. I just didn't have like the right terminology for it yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just think that um, as I was out more in the queer community and I found people that were like me or like-minded or could at least like open my eyes to some different things, um, then I realized like you know like where my path was leading me kind of and mm-hmm. i don't think it just sprung up on me all at once i think it just kind of gradually happened and then i eventually actually found like the words to describe how i felt as opposed to just being like i oh, don't know it's a thing and i guess they don't know how to talk about it i'll just squish it down i think then i like you know learned how to actually speak about it mm-hmm. yeah
0: how, how long would you say it took you to get to this point
1: I think I've been like out as non binary and when like in my name changed and all that type of stuff for about a year, but um, I've been out as queer for probably about like five years now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it took me a while. I think again I didn't have the terminology. I think um, obviously sexual orientation and gender identity is very different, but I think even like five years ago um if i liked women and men i'd be like oh i must must be bisexual like there was not a lot of talk about mm-hmm. or you know i wouldn't feel comfortable saying i'm gay because i'm like what does that mean do i just like women now like there wasn't those terms so i think um or at least i wasn't privy to them so i think it's taken me probably about like five years to get to the point now where i'm like a lot more comfortable mm-hmm. and the past year just like with everything that i've learned the people i've been hanging out with and communities that i've been involved with probably that's what i was Okay.
0: And do you feel like your style evolved along the way?
1: Yeah, I feel like I love clothes. <laughs> I feel like we talk about that sometimes. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I love clothes. And I think, um, I think I've always like when I was younger. Um, on national, I think it was national coming out day. I posted a photo of myself, and I was wearing like DC like skater shoes and like I don't know like capri camo. <laughs> she looks like sh- is like horrible and like a polo shirt and like a backpack and. I looked very, like, I just looked like a tomboy. Like, that was what, you know, like, I looked like a tomboy Mm -hmm. back then. Um, But that's what I felt the most comfortable. Like, I think I was going to a Catholic school and everyone was wearing kilts. And I was like, I'm not wearing a kilt. So, like, this is what I'm wearing. Like, I'm wearing a polo shirt and, like, (laughs) skater shoes. And this is what I'm wearing.
0: Did you ever try to pimp your Catholic, your Catholic, um... My school uniform
1: i think no i think i i don't know if i ever tried to pimp it but i just was very much like i'm not like they like dresses and skirts and i was like we will be going into the trouser section now like i'm not doing that but um i remember i had like pleated trousers back then it wasn't cool like it wasn't american apparel vibes yet like if you had pleated high-waisted pants like you were a nerd <laughs> and that was me and i think once i was doing laundry and i bleached my whole I got Ooh. in so much trouble because they're expensive, like Catholic uniforms. Yeah, they are. And I was like, no, I hate it. And I just <laughs> bleached. Uh-uh. So not so much of um, a pimping out as a uh-huh. distraction, hoping I didn't have to wear it. And then I think I still did.
0: I okay. <laughs> what would you say was like your worst um, fashion moment fashion along moment? the way? Mm,
1: like, do you know what culottes are?
0: No, what is that? They're
1: like... They're kind of like basically high waisted capris, but they have like maybe this much before like your ankle, kind of like it's like almost mm-hmm. like floods, but they're not floods because they're they're culottes, so they're cool. And I had like these brown cotton like like culottes, and you know when like clothes starts to pill,
0: mm-hmm. yeah.
1: So I I don't know what I have pictures of me wearing these like pilled like high waisted culottes with like button ups and it's just really bad. And then um, I went through a phase where I'd. Leave all my hair curly, but then I'd have China doll bangs. And then oh, I would damn. straighten the China doll oh. bangs. I would have. And then if it rained, <laughs> my bangs would be like up here. And I dyed my hair red, but I wouldn't fix the roots. So, like, literally, uh. I'd have like red from down here curls and then like China doll bangs, and they'd be like half red. Damn. And like, all the pictures are gone, so no one will ever see that <laughs> because I was like, no.
0: You made sure. Yeah, like there's <laughs> no,
1: no evidence of this. Like, delete that. Yeah, like, that's embarrassing. I'm like, no. But yeah, it took me a while. Like I used to wear Hollister and V necks and Ed Hardy and like you know. Oh, Wolverine, Ed Hardy. Right? those
0: douchebags i
1: know but I lived designer in designer clothes. town. So I'd be like, Yeah, like I want that. I was like, you know, you want to be cool. I didn't know yeah. what fashion was. Um and then now I see Ed Hardy and I'm like, oh my God. Like <laughs> But it's almost coming back because people love like patches and like tattoo aesthetics. Oh my stuff. gosh, that's
0: coming back. But yeah. I don't
1: know if it's like I don't know if that brand. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> <laughs> but I see, like I don't hate it as much as I used to. So maybe next mm-hmm. time you see me, <laughs> I'm like,
0: oh, Have a Special edition. <laughs> a truck edition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. When would you say um, you started to realize that you had like good fashion sense? Hmm. Or the <laughs> yeah. good fashion sense, like in better terms, like maybe the way you dress fit yeah. more who you like your personality and yeah. who you are.
1: I think, um, like I worked at, um, like Urban Outfitters for a while, like mm-hmm. in university, and not that that's an amazing company at all, but they really did like, um, they wanted you to be as unique as possible and like you could wear all your own clothes and that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, I always loved the men's section, so I'd actually always be like, Can I be in men's? and like. Uh, I always would try to wear the men's clothes, and then I, you know, I'd be wearing a full like men's outfit maybe, and then I'd have another fam or another person, a customer, be like, "Oh, like, where'd you get that outfit? Like, mm-hmm. I-, I want your exact outfit, that kind of thing," which maybe gave me some confidence. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know. I've always loved clothes. Like, it's expression, right? And I think clothing is a Is a big part of how we express our gender just because, you know, if you're wearing a suit, you're male. If you're wearing a dress, that's kind of how it Mm is typically um, with like heterosis people. So um, I think fashion has always just been like an outlet for me. And the more comfortable I became, like, you know, identifying as non binary, who I feel I am, Mm -hmm. that I'm like more, I can play around with things more too. Like maybe accessories. I'm like, oh, like, I don't really care if this presents a certain way. Yeah. Like how this, I don't care how it's presenting today. This is how I feel today. As opposed to before being like, how am I presenting all the time? I'm thinking about how do I feel most comfortable? And then, you know, you can do like a Jaden Smith and wear a skirt and not care because it's like mm-hmm. how you feel, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. true. I I love that, that photo. To it's so for. sick.
1: <laughs> and then I think he has his locks. Does he have his locks in that photo?
0: I think, yeah, I he think does. he does. Yeah. So it's like perfect. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> it is. That kid's smart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you use um they pronouns, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. They them. Mm-hmm. How how did you um come to terms um, using that pronoun?
1: Yeah, I think and deciding. Yeah, I think I just um again, like I uh not that I felt very uncomfortable with she her pronouns for a very long time. It wasn't like that. I think I just um I was around a lot of queer people and um I just, I don't know, I started thinking. I started reading books. I started just, like, thinking about how I present and who I am and how I'm most comfortable. And I think just, like, you know, when you, um, maybe when some non-binary trans folks, when they changed their name, maybe you tried a few names first, you know? So I think mm-hmm. um, when I realized, like, no, I do identify, I-, I believe, like, you know, I feel and I believe that I identify as non-binary, then it just took me, okay, like, I don't know. It's so funny, like, telling people, you know, being like, okay, so now you're going to start using they, them pronouns for someone you've always used. Uh, he, him, or she, her, you know? Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I think, I just, I don't know. You just, one day I was like, no, I just don't identify with uh, she, her anymore. And um, it started to feel uncomfortable for me. Like, it started to feel weird. And like, you know, I think before, I would never think about what bathroom I would go into. But then I started going to, like, you know, approaching the doors being like, ah, like, I feel uncomfortable. When before I never even, it wasn't even a thought in my head, maybe. Mm -hmm. But um, then I, like, you know, I started to actually feel a certain way about it. So, yeah, I don't know. I just, it, I think once you know something, you just, you have to speak your truth or it makes you feel like you're drowning, you know? Yeah. So you're just like, I'm just going to start this thing and I hope everyone else catches on because this is how I feel now and you need to like understand that it's taking me a while to get here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, I think I just started using it with, with like for myself, obviously. And then I told a couple of friends and, and then after a while, like people in the community who knew me, like it came out that I started using those pronouns and I changed mm-hmm. my name kind of thing. And I kind of just went from there, if that makes sense.
0: Do you use, uh, do you use um, they, them pronouns at work? Um, yeah, at yeah work?
1: I do. That, that one's hard. That one's, like, probably the hardest one. Uh, when I was working for the company I was working before, mm-hmm. I was there um, with my old name, my old pronouns, and I left my position. I went to manage somewhere else, and then I came back, and I came back as Chuck. Um, and, yeah, I think for the old, like, the new staff, they had no problem with it. If anything, it was jarring sometimes because old staff would use my old pronouns mm-hmm. or they'd use my old name, and then the new staff would had had no idea. And then I would just be like, "Oh, like oh, now I have to like talk about it and like mm-hmm. do this thing that I didn't want to do." <laughs> like I think when I hired the new staff, I was very much like, "My name is Chuck. I identify as non-binary. These are my pronouns. Nice to meet you. Let's have a talk now." But you know, mm-hmm. but the old staff, especially a lot of the older staff, um, they're a little bit older, uh, things like that. So it was just also they're not really. Um, used to, I guess, different pronouns and stuff, but I do use them at work. It can just be hard. Like, I'm applying for new jobs now, um, and I'm like, oh, I'm not dreading that conversation because it needs to happen, and it's important. Yeah. but yeah, it's. Uh,
0: but I know, and like in the moment, it's just like, like uh, uh, I don't want to yeah, be here right you're now.
1: Like, can we just skip this part? And you <laughs> yeah. already know who I am, and I'm fabulous. Thank you. Exactly.
0: <laughs> I can do the job. Yeah,
1: all let's I need move
0: to know. on. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like no, no. So yeah, yeah, but I, um, I think. It's interesting because, like, searching for new jobs and stuff. Like, Chuck, I'm like, do people think I'm going to be some, like, white, balding male? <laughs> like, I know. I'm like, oh, my God. No, I'm really cute. Like, should I attach a photo? Like, <laughs> I'm actually fabulous. Um, but I think, like, for jobs, I use, like, Charlie. So, like, more mm-hmm. of a professional um, and kind of, like, a bit androgynous, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And then I still go by Chuck. But, and then, yeah, I like, on my email now, at the end of my, like, signature, I have, like, my preferred pronouns so that that's just out of the way i'm like amazing and if you can't read that's not my problem True. So like then we'll have this conversation again like but yeah i use it at work i use it on social media i use it with friends um i'm out to my parents now and that's like they don't always remember but i remind them so okay yeah
0: but are they like did they know well what you were talking about no i don't know
1: i feel like i scared them a little bit because i was just very excited so mm-hmm. i think i just came out as queer like last christmas and even get into the whole i tried to because i was seeing someone who identifies non-binary mm-hmm. um or prefer he him if we're going to use like uh, she or her they were like they them or he him mm-hmm. um and I tried to, but I was just so excited that I was, like, non-binary and, like, queer and, like, POC and, like, BIPOC. I just went so in. Oh, and um, like, my adoptive parents are white, so they're just – and, like, you know, hetero. So they're just kind of like, <laughs> what is – what's BIPOC? Can I be BIPOC? Like, <laughs> like, it was very hard, you know? It was a hard conversation. So – and that was very quick and abrupt. And then um, we didn't talk for quite a long time because it was a very awkward conversation for mm-hmm. me, and I didn't think it went as well. And I don't think anyone's coming out really goes – well at least mind and so
0: mind and no it's it's hard yeah
1: and now we talk and like my mom is kind of like yeah okay like she's she's listening my dad like still some work to be done i think Mm -hmm. um but my mom is very much like yeah like okay like maybe doesn't understand it but is trying and like yeah um she'll catch herself saying my my government name uh and she'll like correct herself or you know, she'll like be interested in people that I'm seeing, you know, she doesn't understand like open relationships. She'll be like, That's good for you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's good for you. Whenever someone says that's good for you, they don't really mean that's good for you. (laughs) I
1: know. I know. I'm like, yeah, goodbye. (laughs) Like, yeah, it is amazing, isn't it? Like (laughs) But like she's trying and she's listening, you know. I think that's Mm -hmm. the biggest part. Like Yeah. You don't have to be in my open relationship so it's fine mom but you can like you can like say that from afar that's okay yeah. at least you're listening you know
0: Yeah very yeah. true So a lot of cuz like you know how like trans the trans community is more out in the open now people are more aware mm-hmm. of uh, of us Yeah So um what I've been seeing a lot is that it's like a trend now yeah, yeah. and like being non-binary yeah. and like gender fluid is a trend. Yeah, Do you feel like it? <laughs> <is>? <laughs> um, no, I
1: think, I, I think it's hard. I think being gay and being queer is a trend. Um, I think it's a hot topic issue because like, you know, all the stuff happening in the government and different people being elected and, you know, uh, the fact that trans rights and gay rights are always going to be, um, Contested, or someone's going to have an issue with them. So I think that is more out in the open. Um, and so maybe more people are com- are comfortable coming out and talking. I, so I see, think that that's maybe a trend. But um, I think also, like, non-binary people and people who have existed outside of, um, you know, regular binary codes have always existed. You know, and trans folks have always existed. And, you know, in different cultures, um, people have talked about it. There's writing on it. Like, it's always been around. Um mm-hmm. I think maybe now it's easier for people to come out like I don't know if I can really comment on if it's a trend or not um because I think it's still hard to come out nowadays but I think definitely like there's a lot more acceptance and you know Mm. trans and like queer and non-binary maybe they're hot top like hot button words like to use on social media and to like get followers like I think that's definitely true like there's a lot more people rallying behind those
0: terms. Click, yeah, like quick yeah. data or like hashtags. Yeah, right. You
1: know? Like even um, like the gifts on Instagram. I love, I love the non-binary gifts. Like, don't take them away from me. I love them. But the fact that there's even like you know gifts that say like, non-binary and all my non-binary finery, like obviously it's a thing. Like yeah. But I don't know. Like I'm okay with it being a trend if it means it's safer. You know, I don't but, want anyone yeah. just to be just there and then two years later you're like you're actually not a trend that's different you know <laughs> yeah. but i'm like whatever you can be a trend as long as um it's, if it's going to be safer then i don't mm-hmm. know if that actually equates to that to be honest i don't think it does but if it would make it safer then i'm like whatever you can be a trend for now it means i can leave my house and not feel uncomfortable
0: yeah you know truly it
1: brings awareness
0: i guess do you feel like when you um when you like um tell someone that you're like non-binary do you feel like you have to prove it or we're past Mm. that in society
1: no i think i think it depends i think if i dress, if i'm looking very like femme then they're like what what's it why what's the difference or like how or like why are you saying that you know like i think Mm -hmm. i think it depends i think honestly depends on like who i'm around if it's other queer people like um in my experience other bipoc queer people that i've been with um so black, indigenous people of color, like other BIPOC people, I feel like we've all gone through enough. So no mm-hmm. one's sitting there being like, Chuck, what do you look like today? You know, they're not asking me to defend myself. Yeah. But I think when I do get into more um, cis, heteronormative spaces, um, maybe with people that I've always known, if I look like that, if I'm not looking like, you know, masculine Chuck or androgynous Chuck that day, um, it can be like, well, what's the difference? Like, why do you need to do this extra thing? You mm-hmm. look the same, you know, that kind of vibe. Yeah. So... I think it depends but I think I've always looked different and I always dress different and I'm wearing faux fur when other people aren't and I'm doing like you know silly outfit mm-hmm. stuff so I'm like I'm not here to prove anything for you so if you don't like it that sucks. <laughs> 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 like I don't know I'm gonna go back about my life like yeah. if you want to hang out and have cool outfits together let's do that <laughs> like I'm more interested but yeah I think I think it depends um queer circles I've found to be very accepting um and not that there's not cis head people that aren't accepting but I feel like if they, if they can't put you in a box. They're like, why? Mm-hmm. You know, like they we want they want to like understand you, and the easiest way to understand is if you look this way, you're this way, and if you look this way, you're that way. Yeah. And if you're androgynous, maybe we understand you a bit because like you fit the part. But if you're kind of all over the place, and it can be like, why?
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. It's um, I feel like um, as a society, I feel like we're slowly moving out of the binary, but it's still, yeah. like very prominent and still like the it ideal depends.
1: Yeah, where you are and who yeah. you're with. And yeah. I think I was even talking to someone the other day. It's weird that like for um i'm identifying people, uh like the miss and misses and like mm. that house men only have one. It doesn't matter if they're married. It doesn't matter if someone die you know what I mean? Does nothing like matter. I because yeah. yeah,
0: I like where I work too, like there's like miss missus. I'm like,
1: I'm like, this, how many
0: <laughs> salutations yeah,
1: do you these, need? You need none. This doesn't make any sense? And then I'm like, where do I fall? I'm like, uh, mm-hmm. I just leave it. I'm like, uh, circle it question mark. Like, <laughs> I don't know what you want me to do here. Is there nothing? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. So I don't. It's weird.
0: <laughs> no, I know, and I also hate like when like I'm out and then like like the customer service um, representative are just like. Oh, how are you doing, ma'am? ma'am or, I know. It's like, why uh, do you, why do you have to use yeah. that? Like, it's 2018. Yeah. You don't have like to say Mister or, or yeah, yeah, or ma'am Retail, or. yeah.
1: Ma'am is the yeah, or Miss. Miss, good. yeah. Miss Hopper, I'm like. Get out of here. I'm like, <laughs> who is that? I don't know her. Stop
0: it. <laughs> she doesn't it's go just, here. She doesn't go
1: here. <laughs> yeah. Or usually, I'll like, I'll go up to... Now, if it's, like, a bank, I'll be like, oh, like, do you use preferred names? And usually they're like, no. And I'm like, oh, cool. I go by Chuck. Like, I'll just tell them mm-hmm. kind of thing. I'm not going to be like, oh, here's a mini lesson. But I'd be like, just don't. Like, they don't call it my whole first name. First. Or, like, you put your card in. They're like, yeah oh. Yes. Say, Thank I- you. Like, I know. No. Ooh, I dread the bank, yo. I'm like, no <laughs> I'm like the reason I need to change my ID is just the bank always being like my full name and I'm like yeah Whoa.
0: and they say it so loud too with it I'm just like why you have to why- tell my government I'm <laughs> <laughs> my government name so loud I know like I get you're trying to be nice and all but like and Let's I guess a lot of people down. don't
1: care. That's a funny thing. Like, once you're queer, experience maybe all these things that you're like, oh, my God, everyday life is hell. <laughs> yeah. And other people are like, yeah, say my whole name. <laughs> I'm like, stop it. Just don't say anything. No. I, I put it in. The pin is right. Just yeah. like, give me my money.
0: Exactly. Oh, man. Those are the worst. <laughs> so you, you mentioned that you're an artist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like your, your art developed as um your queerness developed as well
1: yeah i would say um yeah i think i definitely like when you i think what I realized with art is if you're blocked in any way, like if you're not being true to yourself in any way, usually the art won't come out. So like there's been times when I've been dating someone and maybe I know it's going to end and I'm like, no, but I'm in denial. So then I don't write that poem because the poem is too truthful okay. and then <laughs> and then I'm blocked up and I'm grumpy for like a week. I'm like, oh my God, like I'm just so angry and then you finally like, I'm like, okay, whatever, I'm going to write the poem because I need to get this like out now and then I write mm. the poem and then... Um, I'm able to feel, like, really... Tr- I feel unblocked and I feel really truth to myself. So I think that um, coming out as non-binary this year... was funny because I came out as non-binary and then I also came out... So I changed my... Like, I had a government name, so now I use my mm-hmm. preferred name, which is Chuck. And then I also had my stage name. So at the same time, I did, like, two big name changes. Okay. Um, which is really funny, I think. And, yeah, I think some people maybe think that um, soft honey could be, like, a femme like, alter ego almost because it's, like, a little... Um, when I first started performing it was like very um, like girl kind of vibes with the outfits like Mm I'd still wear like now I don't even I barely have a couple dresses I just don't feel comfortable in them anymore I put them on and I'm like this is very weird but Mm -hmm. when I first started performing it was like mini skirts and like go-go heels and like that kind of vibe and maybe I wouldn't wear that to my everyday stuff Mm -hmm. Um, but I think that my name change and the content and all that kind of stuff yeah I think my poetry definitely like it helped me become comfortable enough to be who I am and you know, usually when I go on stage now, I have a little blurb. I'll be like, oh, like, my name is, you know, Soft Honey. Call me Chuck outside of this. I'll tell them my pronouns. I'll be like, oh, like, if you get them wrong, I won't fight you, but I will correct you. You know, like, I, I let them know that yeah. kind of stuff. So, yeah, I think it definitely helped me just maybe talk about what I was experiencing. And I think it goes hand in hand. Like I said, if I'm blocked in my real life, then my poetry is probably going to be shit because I'm not actually saying what I want mm. to be saying, I'm like, oh, I can't say You're it.
0: holding back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I'm
1: like, oh, that's a really bad poem and it's not fire. And then the moment that like, I'm actually honest with myself. So I don't yeah. think if I was honest then I couldn't write.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I feel you on that, honestly, because like whenever I'm not being honest with myself, mm. like the art that I make is like total shit. I'm just like, yeah. e. so I just take a step back and I try to figure myself out <laughs> yeah. before I do anything.
1: Yeah. To see how you feel. Like, yeah, yeah, I think it's, those will be poems where I'm like, I know what I want to say, but until I actually know, like, until I get to the mm-hmm. heart of it, the verses will be so bad. I'll be, like, researching, asking other people, like, what do you think this means? And, like, <laughs> what? and I'm like, I have, and my poems will be so bad, I have no idea, you yeah. know? And then the moment that, like, okay, I'm being honest now, then at least a little bit of clarity comes through, and you can, like, you have the, the words to say how you feel.
0: Yeah. No, I feel you. So, how would you say, how would you compare your art... That you made like let's say ten years. No, that's yeah. too far back. <laughs> five
1: years
0: ago. Five years ago. Compared to now.
1: Yeah. Um, I think I did my art in secret, like maybe five years ago. Like I was very um, maybe I wouldn't call myself an artist. I wasn't like comfortable. I wasn't confident or comfortable in that. And mm-hmm. I think not that I make art for other people now, but I think that I really love being able to like um share my experiences in a way that everyone else can also maybe relate to. And in the past, I think, in the beginning, I was just, maybe, I was just beginning, I was just getting, like, thoughts out of my head, you know? They weren't maybe so concise. Um, And then now, I think... Yeah, I'm, I'm a lot more honest with myself. So I'm actually able to write things a lot more honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and before, I, if anyone found my notebook, I would like, what are you doing? And, like, close the notebook, and it'd be so drama. My face would be red. Dramatic. Yeah, dramatic. Like, like, don't this teenage, read it. Yeah. Teenager
0: scene <laughs> in those, like, rom-coms.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, how dare you? Like, no, one I'd be so, like, don't look at my sketches. Like, I'd be so angry, and like, hot and bald. Like, it was embarrassing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, like, if someone looks at my sketchbook or my notebook, I'm like, yeah, like, a little bit embarrassed, maybe. But I'm also, like, whatever, like. You know, so mm-hmm. I'm more confident in myself and I can, like, take a joke now. And if someone grabbed my notebook and run away, I'm going to, like, beat them up. Whereas before, I'd be like, it's for friendships, cancel. But
0: oh, damn, it yeah. was that deep? Yeah.
1: I was like, a secret. It's a secret. And now I'm like, oh, like, I want people to see my art, right? Like, that's the difference. Yeah. Before, it was just for me. Mm-hmm. And now it's for me. And then if it helps someone else, when someone's like, oh, that poem really, like, helped. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm, I'm really happy about that.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you had, like, one of those experiences? where maybe someone like messaged you or come up came up to you in real life
1: yeah i'm like really good, bad at reacting to that kind of stuff like I how do like, you how do you feel uh, well it feels good but i don't know you never know what to say right because i feel like mm-hmm. usually it's after a show and like i had all that energy and like obviously it's for me and it's for other people but then when someone's like oh like it's different after like oh that wordplay was really good the leo in me is like amazing like i'm like <laughs> oh thank you caught that you know like that's yeah. different but if someone's like, oh, like that really like was a message I needed to hear tonight, and like I didn't, then I'm like just like I just go into myself and I'm like, oh, that's a- thank you, that's amazing, like happy. Yeah. But I'm so like you know, I'm still I'm still a human, so I get all like nervous. Mm-hmm. Um, but it feels good. Like yeah, I guess it's, it's really nice when someone's able to like I don't know. A lot of the times, maybe I've been performing a poem for like six months. So then. You know, I don't feel the same way I felt when I first wrote when I first wrote it. Maybe I'm fired and it's hot and like I'm actually going through the emotions mm-hmm. as I'm doing each poem. And then in six months, I don't feel that way anymore. So when I hear that someone else is able to, like, you know, ignite something in them that's freshly new, maybe they just went through a breakup or maybe they lost someone in their family or they just came out in a poem connected with them kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, it feels really nice. Like, it, feel, it reminds me why I'm doing what I'm doing, like why I'm sharing it, maybe not. I would do it regardless if no one want to listen. Yeah. But it reminds me of maybe why I'm sharing it with other people.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I feel like that I feel the same way about music too. Mm-hmm. It's like poem and music. I feel like it's yeah. a universal. They are. Like, the, they like
1: you end up doing one or the other. Like I feel yeah. like I'm going into music. Maybe you'll come into poetry. Like it happens. <laughs> like you can't stop yeah. it, I feel like.
0: I know. So do yeah. you mind um performing a, yeah. a piece?
1: Yeah, I can do um <laughs> I'll do maybe okay well i know we said i was gonna do one we already decided on one but do you want to hear like so i have a like do whatever a- you want to do
0: <laughs> it's it's your okay, time
1: okay, okay. <laughs> um we'll see how this one goes i'll do this one it's called um this love and um it well i wrote in the summer and it was just maybe i think i learned uh all about boundaries like a lot in relationships like anyone like friendships or romantics uh things like that i think i grew up with the idea that like ride or die is like the ultimate like you'll be there like for the person regardless and like love should have no bounds um mm-hmm. but i'm like that's not true like really, like it like should have bounds and there should be conditions not that like you know you buy me a car i don't love you that's crazy but yeah <laughs> that's a little
0: reasonable yeah but if crazy, someone's like yeah. you
1: know if like you're not working you're fighting a lot or um if there is abuse or you know that kind of stuff like there mm-hmm. there should be bounds to stuff you know like so I think I wrote this poem just about realizing that sometimes like um, boundaries are good, and if it's not working, that's not working. And then I added a little bit of a Lauren Hill cover to it because I just love Lauren Hill and she's amazing. And then uh, at the same time, I wrote this poem. Drake came out with that. What's that? Which what's, one? What, what's the one with Lauren Hill? It's like
0: oh something. Yeah.
1: Whatever. It's so, it's some <laughs>
0: annoying high pitch <laughs> yeah. vocal yeah, in the back room. That's all yeah. I
1: know. <laughs> He sampled that, and I was like, I'm A. I'm like, wow, we're on the same way, but I'm better. So it's <laughs> different. It's more a deep poem than that, but anyway. So um, I guess I'll just do that poem. Um, and then usually I use a loop pedal. So in the background, um, I would have, like, a little thing that would just go, like, um, ooh, 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 ooh. And then, um, so that would go in the background. And then I'd loop on top of that. I would loop a little thing that just says, um, do you love me? And then that would, like, go on a loop in the background. Um, so fun's called, uh, uh, this love. If this love is a ruse, let me know. If this love is a ruse, let me go. We can't argue no mo'. It's not right. Oh, I try as I might. Oh, I try. Maybe my baby, I'm just not the right guy. I kiss you good morning and good night. I tell you that you're a a sight for sore eyes. I feel that I've met you for a purpose, but I'll be earnest. If this was our season, if love causes people's hearts to change without reason, baby, should I get to the grieving? Is love leaving us, babe? I can whisper that I want you, but I, I can't force you to stay. So if this love is a ruse, just let me know. If this love is a ruse, just let me go. Cause I want to be in love so bad it hurts. And I know I've loved and lost and it's the worst. So I want to be in love. And you see, this could all be so simple. But you, you want to make it hard. And loving you is like a battle where we, we both end up with scars. Baby, tell me, who do I have to be to gain some reciprocity? Cause no one loves you more than me and no one ever will. Is this just some silly game you play that forces you to act this way? That forces you to to scream my name and then pretend that you can't stay, baby. Tell me, who do I have to be to gain some reciprocity? Cause no one loves you more than me and no one ever will. And no matter how we seem to grow, you always seem to let me know that it ain't working. No, it ain't working. And when I try to walk away, you hurt yourself to make me stay, baby. This is crazy. This is crazy. How do I explain myself? I keep I keep letting you back in. As painful as this thing has been, I, I just can't be with no one else. See, I know what we've got to do, baby. You let go and I'll I'll let go too. Cause no one's hurt me more than you and no one
0: ever will. Thank you. That was dope. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you. Um yeah, I love Lauren Hill. and That one's a really good one. Yeah. Like the whole album, X Factor. Uh, I'm like eh, That song though, like the song
0: X Factor too. It's so good. Ooh.
1: Yeah, I get yeah. you, but you're like, oh my god, like you love, yeah. like you know, love it. Sometimes it isn't enough, which is mm-hmm. like sad, but it's also like
0: the truth. It's
1: the truth. Like yeah. you have to do so, you have to also care about someone, and like
0: there's work that's yeah. involved, not only love. Yeah. yeah,
1: love is not enough.
0: No. Mm-hmm.
1: So anyway, that was a sad poem, but it's good. I like that poem. No, I don't I feel like, like that too. anymore. So at least it's nice now. Yeah. Now it's just like, oh, I love you, Lauren Hill. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> this is my ode to you. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So near the end of my podcast I asked my guests well the segment is called Queer Queer, Awkward Moments I asked asked my guests about their awkward moments so I'll go first thank gosh let's see let's see
1: I'm listening but also thinking
0: yeah this happened today I wouldn't say like it's it's awkward for me, okay, because I hate when um, people say my government name out loud. Ooh. So I lost like I go to the gym and I lost like the key, like the thing that you scan at the, the entrance.
1: The fact that you went to the gym today, firstly, yeah. amazing. <laughs> Thanks. <You're welcome. laughs>
0: I, I lost like this the think this can so I was just like god oh my <laughs> gosh I knew it that I have to like go there I have to like say my name <laughs> then they have to like look for it and that they have to replace it so I have to go through this whole thing so I was like preparing myself mentally it made me almost not go to the <laughs> gym but I'm like no 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 we have to do this so I went there then I was like yeah you know my name is this and this I have to like spell it out and then the guy couldn't find it. So no. he's like making me repeat it again and again. And I'm just like, damn. And then he's, just, so he eventually finds it. And he's just like, oh. And then he says it like out loud. And then there was like another, there's like a, another person that was like standing there. So I was just like, oh God. And it's the guy too. Cause I'm just like, oh no. Cause no. like now I have to go into the you men's changed, locker room. No. And then it's just there. And then he's just like, <laughs> so then when he finally found when he finally found me he was like so ecstatic so like he said it out loud my government <laughs> name fully like my <laughs> middle first middle name last name I'm just like I'm
1: laughing but it's sad
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, out loud I'm just like yeah that's me <laughs> <laughs> so that was like an awkward moment for me
1: okay um, i trying to think well okay I'll just do a similar awkward moment to that um, I was at maybe Longman Quaid like couple weeks ago and I love Long McQuaid actually because they um they'll use your preferred names. Like I was like can I use a preferred name on my account? Mm-hmm. And they were like, yeah. However, I don't know what I looked like that day but I didn't look like a truck. Apparently. So I went into Long McQuaid and they had to look up my account and leave your phone number. And I gave him my phone number and then it was taking a long time. And then he was like, the first three digits. I gave him the first three digits. Then he was like, the last three digits. And obviously, he was, I guess he was finding me, but it said Chuck. So <laughs> yeah, he, he just kept he going. He was yeah. like, the first three digits, the fourth 3 three. I'm um, like, having the hardest time. This is like an older, like, white man too. So mm-hmm. having the hardest time. And at one point, I was like, yeah, like a just say Chuck. And then he was like, oh, oh, okay. Oh. And I guess he kept, t- <laughs> kept finding me, but he couldn't. And then I, I was there for so long and I'm like, this never happens to me. Like, yeah. I'm here often. And then I finally was just like, yeah, so like, it should say Chuck. And then he was like, oh, okay. Like, we found you. Okay. I'm like oh.
0: Yeah. And like,
1: it wasn't the end of the world because like, oh, no, yeah. I think they probably, maybe they deleted it. I think they deleted my government name. Thank God. So I can adjust my um chucking the reason i know that is because sometimes when i get late to fees like if i forget to drop off my stuff they send me mail to my house so it's actually very validating to, oh, okay. to not pay on time because <laughs> it's know, my it one piece, of mail. Yeah. One like, piece of mail that ha- yeah. i'm like i'm like it's fine you're sending me late i'll like nail those because i love my name on it yeah. um but that was my awkward thing where i had to literally be like so chuck and then he was like shook but then it was done Because, how many times are you going to ask me my number? Like, why wouldn't it once he be like, oh, is it for, like, he never once was like, oh, is it for Chuck? Like, he just assumed that couldn't be me, which Mm -hmm. I understand, but (laughs) awkward.
0: I know those situations are the worst, (laughs) let me tell you. (laughs) So, thanks for, you know, coming in. My my space.
1: Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 thank you for having me. It was fun.
0: I really like the poem you read. Mm. I'm pretty sure a lot of people can identify with that.
1: Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. thanks. Yeah, <laughs> this is the nervous part. So <laughs> you like how do you respond, <laughs> and this is how I respond. It's okay.
0: <laughs> but thank you so much. I appreciate. It. So, is there anywhere that people can find you?
1: Yeah. Thank you. Oh my God. Plugging. Like I always forget. Like half the point. You're like plug yourself. Um. I'm right now. I'm mainly just on like Instagram or Facebook. So, um. Instagram I am soft so s-o-f-t um honey h-o-n-e-y and then period poetry because I couldn't get it all together because it's hard out here and then um like for business inquiries and stuff my email is on my my social media and then I'm also can be found at crystal light collective on Instagram as well so oh spelling that. So Crystal, C R Y, Crystal, oh my god, I can't even spell today, I this out, no, I'm just kidding, Crystal Light Collect. you can just go on my regular page, and then you can find Crystal Light. Or you Light. can just go
0: into Google and write Crystal, <laughs> yeah. and it will auto And then Light
1: Collective. (laughs) No, I have to spell it now because people are going to think I'm illiterate. C, what is it? C R Y S T A L. Oh my gosh. And then Light, L I G H T. And then Collective, C O L L C T I V E. (laughs) Woo! Crystal Light Collective. And then it's all my plug, so I don't have to spell anymore. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it can be found on social media. It's basically just Instagram for the moment.
0: All right. So thanks for tuning in. And until next time, stay awesome.